Hey y'all, you are listening to another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl, where we discuss all things concerning self-development and bettering our spirit, but from the homie perspective, somebody that's going through the journey day by day, just like you. Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria, The Spiritual Homegirl, and we're back with another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. Now, before we get started, y'all know I can't do any podcast episode without thanking y'all for listening. So thank you for listening, boo-boo. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are in podcast land, you choose to leave me your ears once a week for about an hour or so. But we have been going every day since January 2nd. So it is currently the 15th of January. So thank you very much for tapping in with me. I really appreciate that. So I want to talk about a um, series that I said I was going to do on my Instagram yesterday about... The do's and don'ts of astrology. I am going to make this a series because astrology is a lifelong study. And I would like to share from my course of experience what has worked for me and what has not worked for me. And what I've seen work for others and what I've seen not work for others. But we're going to keep it short because there's so much to be done when it comes to this. So I wanted to go with the do's first and the don'ts second. So with that being said, do number one, get your natal charts done with somebody reputable, okay? Get your natal charts done. Get it done. And for those who don't know what a natal chart is, that is when you give your, um, some people may ask for your name, your birth time, birth date, that's month, day, and year, and birth time. It's really important because they need to know where everything corresponds on the wheel. When I call it, when I say the wheel, I mean the actual chart itself because there's 12 houses um, and they may have varying degrees of how big and little they are depending on what system they use. So they need to get very, very exact in terms of what was going on in the sky when you were born. We're not talking like uh, astronomy, we're talking astrology. So that's do number one. Do number two is learn about your natal chart on your own as well. What good is having someone dictate something to you about your natal chart when you can't verify it yourself? I've always been a big champion of doing things yourself if necessary or at least educating yourself, even if it's surface so you can at least have a clear understanding or some type of foundational understanding about what it is that you're learning. I would not let somebody just tell me what my chart is unless I was able to cross-reference. I didn't have my chart done by one, two, three, four. Four elders have done my chart over the past five years. And everything that they've they've been able to tell me has been something, uh, it's been similar, but there's been little differences. So at the same time though, I know my chart inside and out. So I always tell people like, make sure that you learn about your chart. For those that would like to figure out how to do that, I always recommend a book called Astrology for Yourself. It is an interactive workbook that allows you to learn about your chart and figure out how to um, interpret it. And I think it's great. It's by Demetra George and Douglas Block. That is B-O-O-C-H. Astrology for yourself, how to understand and interpret your own birth chart. So I tell people to do that. But, you know, some may want a more seasoned experience, and I respect that. So I always tell people to find someone reputable to also run your chart. Um, Also, hold yourself accountable with what you learned 
accept the reading for what it is when it clocks your teeth. And for those who don't know what I mean when I say when it clocks your teeth, when it pretty much reads you, when it tells you something that you thought didn't nobody else know but you. You know how when you feel seen in a room full of people, but it's not really nobody else that saw you, it's just you seeing you? That's what learning certain things about your birth chart will do for you. You'll end up seeing, oh, dang, ooh, ooh, oh, that's that's there? Oh, okay. All right, well, um, okay. Rather than being denial about it, because I know sometimes we don't want to accept certain things when people tell us stuff, whether it's, you know, tarot or other readings, throwing bones, um, whatever it is, sometimes we hear something and we don't want to accept that. But if it's something that really is true to you, don't stop denying it. If it's something that you know, you're like, damn, yeah, they're right. They're right. Just accept that for what it is. But the good thing about birth charts is that it's a blueprint, but you can still build the house a different way if you know what dimensions you're working with. So that's how I always look at birth charts. I feel like it's not a roadmap where you're just absolutely destined for this type of stuff. I do think that it's more of a heads up of what you may encounter so that you can go ahead and change the energy or the free will that you have accordingly. Um, so that's the do's. The don'ts of astrology. Do not assume compatibility based solely on sun signs. Like I'm in Aries. Somebody go tell me, oh, I, I don't get along with Aries. Why? Because Aries are just this, 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 and this. I'm like, look, man, I'm a different, I'm me, number one. Aries, yeah, I'm an Aries, but I'm also Maria. So how you dealt with other people that just so happen to be Aries, don't put me in that category with them Aries, people that you don't get along with. Just like with um people that say they don't like certain types of people, like Scorpios. Now, granted, I crack my jokes on Scorpios, Pisces, and Cancers. I crack jokes on them because personally, they're always people that surround in my life, romantically especially. So it's really funny that, you know, I can crack a joke about them, but that I don't mean that seriously. You know what I mean? Like that's not something I am gonna sit there and hold as a as a a, a code of ethics and say, oh well, I don't mess with water sign people because no, I don't do that. I think that everybody should be based or judged or, or discerned for who they are as an individual first, sun sign second. Also, um, some people may say, oh well, I mean, certain signs have certain traits. Yeah, but the gag is the way that Bertrand set up. Everybody has different interactions with how those planets and luminaries and asteroids exist and commingle with each other. So yeah, it might be a little tiny bit of little little flavor on it, but at the same time, that doesn't mean that these people are going to be the exact same. I think that's very unfair to judge folks based on one aspect of the chart. All them dang on planets, luminaries, asteroids, you gonna sit there and discount somebody only because of their sun without getting to know them first? That's not fair. Also, number two. Don't ask for birth time information to be nosy or manipulative, okay? Like, that's not cool either. Like, I know sometimes you may be feeling that person and you want to know more about them and you ask them for their birth time and their birth chart. I understand if y'all, if he's if he or she or they are cool with it, then fine. But in terms of just asking just to be nosy so you can try to find out their business, I don't think that's fair. It's one thing to genuinely say, yo, I want to help you with your chart. You know, if you're if you're able or qualified to do it, say, yo, let me read your chart for you. No problem. And your intentions are pure, then fine. But if you're like trying to figure somebody out because they're not moving fast enough for you or you're not getting to know them fast enough, you feel like they're hiding something. So you want to run their chart. Like, I think that's really trash. And I know that's an unpopular opinion because the notion with our our um, our era of social media spirituality is to go ahead and run that chart. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like, no, that's not really fair. Um, I was taught by an elder that giving your birth chart information is like giving away your like energetic social security number. And I, and I think that's very true. 
I don't think, matter of fact, there was a person that used to do astrology charts that was always asking me to do my chart. Always asking, always asking, always asking. Then I find out he did a chart of a girl that don't even like me. Now, I don't know his intentions. So I can't, I can't say, you know, definitively. I mean, I thought it was off because this person don't have my phone number. We don't talk or nothing like that off, offline. But they ended up running a chart of a person. They, I, and I didn't even like, I don't even have a problem with the girl. But the girl didn't like me for whatever reason. But they do business. So it's almost kind of like, eh, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. So, um, yeah, also another time, um, I remember me and Tetris, shout out to my dog Tetris. Um, me and Tetris were looking for places to live when I first was getting ready to move out here. This is about maybe two and a half, close to almost three years ago. So we're going around these different neighborhoods looking for a spot to live, right? And this woman seemed like she was very cool, spiritually in tune. So I'm thinking in my head, okay, I don't really see too many of these type of property managers. She might be all right. She gave us the application and while she was talking, and it literally said, give me your name, your phone number, your social, um, your address. And then the way she slipped it in was birth location, birth time, birth. I was just kind of like, did this helper just ask for my birth chart information in this application? Girl, you got some nerve. You got some nerve, ma'am. I don't even know you. I'm just trying to live in this apartment and I'm just trying to do my thing so I can figure out how I'm going to move and live in L.A. And you got the audacity to ask me for my birth chart information. And I don't even have a guaranteed spot in this place. And even if I did have a guaranteed spot in this apartment, I still wouldn't give it to her. I just thought that was interesting. I got receipts on that, by the way. That'll be posted on my Instagram later on today. I said, this girl got nerve. And then we realized the more she started talking, she really was one of those fake spiritual folks that's really... um got like a God complex. <laughs> We're talking about that in another episode. Oh man, the spiritual folks, they got a God complex. It's like, get your, don't get your, right now. anyway, so that's, that's one thing. Like, please y'all, if y'all gonna ask for birth child information, don't be out here trying to be manipulative. That man may not even be for you. You over there looking for the birth chart or that person may not even be a good fit for you, period. Looking for the birth chart. You don't even know this person's last name looking for the birth chart. Can't pull up on them with the address looking for the birth chart. Ain't got the real phone number looking for the birth chart. Like, let's not do that. Let's just get to know the person as an individual. And if it gets serious and if the intentions are pure, suggest for them to get their own chart ran. Or, again, if you're qualified and you have well, pure intentions, go ahead and run it for them. So, the third don't is pay attention to how you are feeling during the transits. Sometimes, and I'm going to talk about this on another episode because this is going to be a series because I have so much to say on this. But sometimes we'll look at something on social media and we'll just accept it and receive it. Our subconscious will be like, we'll consciously receive it and then our subconscious will say, all right, but I'll take that. We're going to keep it. So for instance, the typical social media stuff I see when it comes to astrology be so so dang on common sense. A shift is coming. Duh, a shift, shift is everywhere. Shift is going to happen for everybody on their own terms, in their own life, because that is what the journey is about. Shifts. That ain't nothing groundbreaking. Get out of here. Or, ah, oh, man, everybody's going to have a lot of problems. No, 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 no. That sounds like a projection. You keep that for yourself. I'm not going to front. 2020 was a very trash year for society. I didn't have no trash year. So I wasn't accepting that. I was like, no, 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 ma'am, no, sir, no, whoever. I'm not, fin- I'm not, no, I'm not accepting that. So what I mean is pay attention to what's going on and make the correlation 
while you're learning instead of just accepting something and just manifesting something because somebody told you something's gonna happen. I really dislike that. I think that programs people. What's good is deprogramming from uh, from whatever you've gone through, whether it's a different spiritual system, whether it's programming from a perversion of a particular type of religion or what have you. What good is deprogramming if all you're gonna do is get programmed by somebody on social media you don't know that's giving you general advice that doesn't know your chart, that's telling you how it works based on your sun sign and sun sign alone? No, that's not how this works. And there's plenty of them that do general readings daily that are good at what they do chart-wise. You can work with them and pay the money because that's a service. You got to pay for that. You can work with them in order to get the, the real uh, specification of your chart and really get the elaboration on how you can work and use the energy for your greatest good or how you can even learn what you've gone through so far and try to correlate what it already said in your chart. That's different. But in terms of just not investing... And just being like, all right, this this social media account said that this is going to be this and the third time ago and just accept it. You can't tell me nothing about being a sheep if that's what you, if that's how y'all getting down. Because to me, that's sheep behavior. And I mean, if you want to be a sheep, that's fine. No judgment over here. But I'm just saying it's it's from this vein that people get into spirituality and talk like they're really a free thinker or talk like they really are in control of their experience with actuality is somebody from the shadows or from the social media or somebody else that's telling them how to move. It's still programming. It's still programming. So it's interesting because I feel like this. If someone inspires you to go on a journey to self-educate and self-confirm and reaffirm what's being said, that's a different story. Way different story because you made the effort to go ahead and even though you're deprogramming, you're making the effort to even though that stuff resonated, you're still doing the work yourself to go ahead and see if this really applies to you. That's great. That's not sheep. That's not because you're doing it on your own free terms. That's what you're doing. You're choosing to do that. It's hard to just accept this something though. It's the same thing. You're just being reprogrammed by somebody different in a different system. So I'm just telling y'all, man, astrology is a really great thing. It's a lifelong uh, study. There's so many different types of systems and so many different types of housing systems and so many different ways to interpret stuff, just like chakras. But that's a whole nother episode that we'll be talking about too because I told y'all, this podcasting marathon, I have so many ideas and I want to get them off while I have the opportunity. So I'm going to go ahead and and um, do more episodes of these when it comes to astrology because I have so much to talk about. And for those that's on my Patreon, we're doing a sun sign challenge every um, every month. So we're currently still in Capricorn. I got one more post to do about Capricorn. We're going to wrap it up and get ready for Aquarius. We're going to change our lives incrementally through sun sign challenges by respecting the energy of the signs, some good traits, some uh, challenging traits. I don't like to say bad traits, but challenging traits. So we can self-assess, self-correct, and then um, self-project into a different um, type of life. Like, I feel like life is too short not to live it up and be the best. You know what I mean? Like, why not work on yourself if you feel like that's something you need to do? I'm definitely a champion of doing the work. Do the work. It's great. It may not be pretty all the time, but it's definitely great to do because you know that whatever you're doing, no matter how much it hurts, you're going to come out better for it, um, more aware, if not anything else. So, with that being said, don't forget to uh, tap in with your girl. If you're not subscribed to the podcast, the Spiritual Homegirl podcast, definitely do so. Please feel free to leave a review, share with your homegirls, homeboys, your non-binary friends, anybody that you love, that you feel that can benefit from whatever game I'm dropping down. You could definitely do me a great, great favor and please just uh, send it on to them. 
Um, also, don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Spiritual Homegirl, Instagram, Make Peace with the Day. Uh, me and my girl, Delora Ging-Yong, are going to be doing Mind Sex Mastery uh, Mondays. That's 9.30 a.m., 12.30 p.m., um, starting this Monday because it's a holiday. So I'm really excited. So, um, yeah, we'll be talking about mind sex and how you can use that to your advantage. It's going to be a short room, 30 to 45 minutes, because I don't like to speak on Clubhouse or be in Clubhouse rooms um, because I feel like I want to be respectful of people's times. So, uh, or time, excuse me. So Facebook, I'm also on there and YouTube at Spiritual Homegirl. Um, Tribe Letter is really the best way that you can tap in with me um, without, you know, the Patreon. But I have an email address that I send my tribe letters from. And also people that want to send me feedback, you can at Maria at spiritualhunker.com. But I send a letter every Monday. It is free. And I have a topic every month that I discuss. This month's topic is grief and loss. So we're discussing that. If you want some aromatherapy products, I do have crystal infused aromatherapy products. You can definitely sign up uh, for spiritualhomegirl.shop. You can sign up for the uh, tribe letter through spiritualhomegirl.shop too. I also have a text mobile club that is popped up on my shop. So if you want to sign up for there, you can do so. And if you do want to sign up for the Patreon to join in at Sunshine Challenge, tiers only start at $7. That's 23 cents a day. If you want to support a black woman creator like myself, you can definitely do so at patreon.com forward slash spiritualhomegirl. All of these links will be in my show notes. So, um, yeah, that's about it. It's been another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. My name is Maria. And remember, trust the journey, trust yourself. And remember, astrology is not just surface, but it's a lifelong study. Peace. Peace.